Okay, well, I think just first to start, um, I know your work in many directions as a wow, filmmaker, dancer, community arts organizer. I know there's many other aspects to what you do, but could you just introduce yourself and also the specific film that we're talking about? Um, and I was just so amazed to see the images in, in the work um, and you sort of grappling with um, questions of immigration, family, performance, gender, place. There's so much in that film. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts about it. Okay, so my name is Sonia Steffen and I'm a dance and film artist and and I have uh, been at one point in my life really involved with curating um, specifically like community events and for me um, I thought a lot about family and and also things that invite like dance and food and uh, things that I just knew that I grew up with in terms of community and food was a, a big portion of it and so I've done that in various events like um, at uh, Suoni Peripoplo and Kids Pop and Ibrida Pluri and La Lumière Collective which is a micro cinema and uh, what else and I'm a mom I have a teen uh, she's 17 now. Yeah, I don't know. I think I for sure, when I think back, I, I for sure know that I'm hyperactive. Like, I really love being around groups of people. And I know that the early part of my life that was in dance through dance companies and uh, community events. And then later in my life through the music industry and um, like lo-fi video and expanded cinema type of performance. So I, I do know that I gravitate towards things that are very... Um, oh, I forgot Lux Magna. That was another festival I was curated for. And all those things are super attractive to me because it just it brought people together. And, and it was a way of like discovering each other and being with each other and like celebrating each other, which those are the things that I love in my life that I, I want always to be around me. <laughs> Oh, and the film we're discussing. The film we're discussing is called uh, The Trust Arch, and it's a film that I made with my mom. I shot the images over 10 years ago, and it was kind of a very long collecting process. But the text and the, um, the, yeah, the dialogue within the film, that happened during the pandemic, and that happened with my mom, Angelica uh, Maria Roca Stefan. And my mom and I weren't ever very close and it kind of dawned on me at one point during the pandemic that um, my mom had a kind of a during my childhood had a very complicated time in her life a lot of struggles and I realized that nobody had ever asked her about it no one had ever asked my mom like what was going on how did she feel when she was young you know what are her opinions on things and it dawned on me that I was like the person that, that I needed to open a conversation with her. And it happened during the pandemic, which is the perfect moment. And it was the first time I had lived with my mom. I lived with her for one month since I was 10 years old. So, so it was, there was, yeah, 
I know that it was something personal that I needed to do, but I also realized too that that I could be the the listening person for her. And I I realized I've learned a lot, you know, over the last five years about the role of of listening, and it it's such a, an important thing to practice and to to be aware of and to understand and to be, you know, if you're in the room and you just you take the role of I'm going to be the listener. I'm going to listen to the, the story somebody's telling me. How how important that role is, and I didn't understand that until fairly recently, like in the last five years. And I had spoken to another artist, and she told me that um, it's important to to talk to the people where you where you've come from. You know, your 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 parents, your grandparents, the the people in your community, just to um, to really understand your history. So that's what I did with this film, is I just listened to my mom. You mix many aspects in that process. There's dance, that there's reflections from other dancers, uh, also the interaction between artists, um, and you tie that back to your interactions and conversations with your mother. Can you talk a bit about how those worlds intersected and why... Uh, showing that intersection in film was important for you? So it's funny because right now I'm studying um, a lot about uh, mushrooms and how they, they're very community orientated and, you know, how they, I, it's funny, you know, and how, but I realized that um, so at first I thought I was very chaotic about the way I was doing that between my own dance world and my my dance colleagues and my mom but I realized like the reason I'm in dance is because of my mom my mom wanted to dance and she wanted to be an artist and she wanted to be part of this world and she couldn't be part of this world there was no choice for her and even when she came to Canada it took her a really 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 long time to kind of like be able even now she struggles actually she struggles with saying like this is what I want and this is what I want to do so I realized that um, my life, like the way I am in the world, is is all thanks to my mom. My mom gave me this this opportunity to do this. But I also know that, you know, I have had my own struggles in terms of uh, body and and like community, community. You know, we we talk about community a lot, but community. It requires a, a work, work in a way, good way. I mean, it requires a lot of dialogue and, um, you know, like good and bad things can happen in a community. And if there's bad things that happen, like how do you bring those things up? How do you talk about that? How do you, how do you keep building a healthy community? And so I think that in this film, I was thinking a lot about that, about that I both had complicated things in my community and I've had amazing things in my community. And I couldn't just talk about me independent of the community. I, I had to talk about me in that network of people. And part of that network of people was, of course, my mom. And that, that was the other thing, too, is I realized it was the first time I had invited my mom into an artistic process. Like, I actually realized, oh, you know, I don't know, when I grew up, it was very, like, separated. You know, that was, like, my dancing life and my family life. And I realized, that for me, all of that's all intertwined. It's all together. And dance is, 
my family and my mom is my family. Like they're all intertwined. But so, so in a way, like it's okay that I'm chaotic about it, chaotic or messy because community is messy. It's, you know, it's, it's family. It's all those things. So it's, so in this film, I didn't want to like determine how it was going to be. I wanted to follow my intuition and I just wanted to experience it uh, through all the interweavings of people and thoughts and place. In the film, you see a lot of different spaces and also types of footage. So there's old family footage. There's uh, a sort of very set scene that's a dance performance scene in an apartment. Uh, there's some interviews. One of the striking aspects of the film is the, 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 win- the winter footage of the river um, in Sault Ste. Marie. Um, just for people to sort of get a visual picture, even though, like, in their minds, at least, some references of what you sort of see in this film, the types of images, and why those uh, different landscapes were important for what you're trying to communicate. So the winter scene was filmed uh, about, it's about a 10-minute drive from my house in Sault Ste. Marie, where I grew up. It's called uh, Gros Cap, and there's a beach beside it called Pointe de Chien. And uh, it's Sault Ste. Marie is a twin city. It borders uh, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, so in the United States and in Canada, and there's a bridge. That bridge, um, my father was one of the um, men uh, immigrants uh, that worked on that bridge. And that bridge is something that, the city's not very big, it's about 75,000 people, so anywhere you go in the city, you see the bridge, always. And that also is the point in between the three Great Lakes. Now, the biggest lake is uh, Lake Superior. It's my favorite lake. Um, it's it's massive. It's cold to swim in. It's got um, a rocky shore that's beautiful colors like gray and white and pink. And and the water is very ice blue, like what you imagine um, up in the in the north. It has like a gray kind of color to it. Um, that space was so important to me because I grew up on that space. But um, when you when you grow up in a border town, there's a lot of talk about borders. Always, you're always there's people always talking about how to get over the border and. And when I was younger in the 70s, uh, there was none of that. People would just hop, skip. People would go to over the border to go to Taco Bell. Like it was just nothing kind of thing. And then as I grew up, it got more and more severe. So so there was that aspect of thinking about um, my mom arriving in this border town when she was, when she was 18. And then the other spa- aspect about the... the the controlled dance sequences that weren't so in control. So the space was very controlled, but I told the dancers um, what they were going to do. Actually, what you see me explaining in the film is the only time the dancers hear what they're going to do. So they actually improv through the whole thing. <laughs> so I, I wanted those two aspects of like, you know, things that are very like controlled and like like the border town idea but then also lake superior which is like this beautiful natural landscape that that there is no control like it's it's nature it's huge it's when it's winter it's cold 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 
and when it's summertime and there's a wind it's still cold but it's just like there's a well like um yeah like a an openness to that space so i liked those two those two things in the film it was that this thing that was very controlled and this thing that was fighting against it that was just its own nature so if you were to try to describe this film to somebody i mean it mixes so many mediums um how how would you describe it so i tell people that it's a dance documentary uh built around a conversation of my mother and I of her immigration story. I definitely used all types of footage because I knew that, well, at first I was like, oh, I need to have, you know, all 16 millimeter has to be. But at one point I realized, no, it doesn't. Actually, the story drives what it needs. So we used uh, Super 8 footage that my dad had shot through my childhood, some that I did. We had VHS footage. We had... Um, uh, this Ari 16 millimeter, which has the that film, the the big landscapes, and for me it was just um, just a it didn't like it didn't matter where the footage come from. There's no, I don't have any hierarchy on footage. Like it has to be this kind of footage versus that type of footage. It's really like like what helps you know communicate with somebody or like I want I I wanted our story to connect with other people. Like I wanted. And I think that through images, like those images that my father took of the Super 8, you know, those are intimate images of our family. And and when people see them, you know, I'm hoping they connect to their family. And so, yeah, the, I, I think that at the beginning I didn't worry about all the different types of footage. And then at one point I was like, I don't care. It's just the film is telling me what it's supposed to be. And that's what I should do. <laughs> the... Um, moments where you travel between the different aspects are very fluid when you see it, you know, um, the narration. Also, there's some poetry aspects to the narration um, and some very personal reflections about yourself uh, as an artist, but also as a person in the world. Um, So I find that it's very interesting to sort of like, if you think about conceptually this work, that you're incorporating all these aspects, it would be like really challenging to imagine how that would play out because we have such conventional ideas of what should be in a film and and how different aspects of film would fit together. But in fact, it's very fluid when you see it. Um, So how was the process of both like coming to terms or like being okay with that idea, but also the community aspect of the film, because you're working with many different people, including family members, but also other artists in creating this work. Um, Often people like will have an idea in their mind and um, great ones, artists about like trying to manifest something, but then the, the idea of reaching that becomes very complicated because it seems, Oh, well you can't do that. You know, like that's not going to work. You can't do that. That's not really how it's done. But I think what's so interesting about this work is it's like you are doing to- so many different things, but it becomes fluid. And I guess that's through the process. I think it's through the text, actually. Um, it's I didn't I haven't thought about this in a while. But um, so in my in the film, also you see my mom through a lot of the Super Eight footage, but you don't see her now so much because. As I was with her, I realized she hated being filmed, but she didn't mind um, being recorded, meaning her, our conversations. 
So, so what I think drew, drew the whole film together was, so there was one aspect. My mom, uh, she speaks, um, she speaks great English, but it's a little bit, uh, you know, her, her wording, her phrasing is like somebody who learned it later in life. And I realized that um, there is this hybrid language going on all the time, which I I love. I mean, that's I really you know even here me living in Quebec, I speak French in a hybridized kind of way, like a franglais kind of way. And so I decided that oh yeah, this is an aspect of my life that you know most people I talk to, you know it's in between languages, and I it doesn't I don't even think about it. So with my mom. I was like, I'm not going to shift her her phrasing and like fix her English. I'm going to do it exactly the way she said it. And I'm going to be true to that. And so I, in the end, um, our conversations was the thing that linked everything together. Like I, it, it linked all the images together. It linked all the weird things that I put in there or whatever, all the straight, like the color framings and all that stuff um, was the way it was just my mom and I talking or me me talking to myself. So it was actually our hybridized language that drew us all together. Like that was the link. Can you describe some of the dance scenes in the film? Um, I mean, I want people to see it, but just, just so people have a sense. And then there's interviews with the dancers and how they came to dance. That was really cool. Yeah. So um, when I was young, my biggest influence was Flashdance, the film. And, um, <laughs> and, you know, and of course, you know, when people talk about representation, it's funny because, you know, she was a welder. My dad was a welder. She, you know, she liked to work out. I was doing jazz dancing at that point. So I liked to do that. She, um, I don't know, she had like curly, dark hair. So uh, I, I had curly, dark hair. So there were so many things that I was connected to. So the dance I knew had to be a high, like a version of flash dance. But I also threw in a little bit of Fred Astaire because at the time that was like my reference. And so what I and, I and Fred Astaire did this piece uh, where he I think it's called uh, the, the Grand Royale Wedding where he dances all around the room and the room is spinning. And he's like jumping off the ceiling and the side and because they built this room that spins. So the dance that I made up in the in this sh- movie was a mix of flash dance and Fred Astaire. And yeah. <laughs> and and I knew I wanted aspects of stretching. Um, uh, what else? Uh, oh, let me see. Let me. See. I'm trying to think back. So. So I wanted to do all the things that I already did in dance. So the warm up and like learning a dance and then rehearsing and then the big final show. So during the film, you see all those aspects. And because I told the dancers what they were doing right in the moment, I knew that they were going to do something very spontaneous. And I also was super appreciative because they were very trusting of me. And so like you just you just feel that you feel that that there's this like lovely um, I don't know, like friendship and like I call it community and family and all that stuff because it's like they trusted me. And so we did aspects of like, you know, when you're on the the table and you have a tablecloth and you do the big, you know, movement and you go fatam and you pull the tablecloth off and all the plates stay on. Like we did all these little little bits that I had seen in movies as a kid, but we just put them all close together. And at the very, very end of the film, you get to see all these little like aspects 
together into one like big dance show. Another um, aspect of the work that was really striking and is back to something you mentioned before was the um, relationship to your mom and also this decision to actually engage with your mom on a creative project. I think that this is a space of silence in a lot of the arts, especially like from families where, um, you know, there are some artists that come from families where like there's like a professional practice across generations, but then there's uh, people from families who maybe like, you know, people did music in a church or uh, a community center or in the process of immigration, there was oral history passed down or, um, you know, a stone carver from the north. I mean, there's so many examples, but those sort of ideas of like arts passing down in those alternative ways isn't really a story that is that present in terms of understanding where art comes from in family structures. So I really appreciated that aspect of the film too. That was something too. Um, you know, my mom was, um, my mom's family, they're amazing seamstresses. Amazing. Like they do curtains and clothes. My mom like sewed all our clothes when we were kids and she also does needlepoint and um, she and like a crochet and it's funny that you say that because my family was very there was a two-sided thing like they they liked that I did dance but they wanted it to be a hobby but not a professional thing but when I talked to my mom during as we were doing this film I kept trying to convince her that her her needlepoint her crochet her sewing all that stuff that that's like like she's amazing artist like amazing like I could never do all the things that she she's done but it was hard for me to convince her that that was art so that that was a very kind of interesting kind of conversation and it was funny because throughout the month it was like slowly I could see her 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 um her eye changed, like her thoughts changed because, you know, I would pull out the needle point and I would say like, look, you know, look, this all this stuff you did is like, look at this work. And I could see as I opened the door a little bit, slowly, slowly, then she would start talking about it. But it was like the convincing that that was art. That was, I don't even think she still doesn't want to say it's art, but to me, it's, it's clear. It's clear that that's where I got it from, you know, this, this way of being but yeah I agree with you that there's um I don't know yeah I guess when people when my family came here when they immigrated here you know they're in their head they they want to um you know buy a house and make money and support the family and give all the best they can to their kids you know that's what's going on in in their head and the link to arts is it's it, for my family it was difficult to see that as a as a way of making a living but i feel like now shift, things have shifted i think that over my mom's lifetime things have shifted like i i think she sees that um i don't know this is a choice and this can be choice for immigrant children thanks so much for the conversation today thank you uh, i really appreciate it <laughs>